Welcome to the Korea Pro podcast. I'm your host, Chung Min Kim, the editorial director of Korea Pro. And I'm John Lee, the editor of Korea Pro. Join us for our weekly 15 minute conversation as we dive deep into the most pressing stories shaping South Korea and dissect the most complicated ones for you. From politics to culture, technology to society, we've got you covered. We'll bring you insights, analysis, and expert perspectives to keep you informed and in the loop so that you can stay ahead of the curve and never be sidelined again. So get ready for a fresh perspective in South Korea's news. This is a Korea Pro podcast. It's Thursday, January 4th, 1.45 p.m. when we're recording this. So let's talk about the biggest news story of the week, Jungmin. Could you tell us what happened? Uh, well, the opposition party leader, Lee Jae-myung, who was embroiled in multiple scandals um, in the past few years, really, um, he visited Busan and he was stabbed. Uh, the police charged the assailant for the charges of attempted murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially, uh, people put a bit of focus on how this was Busan because it was a it's a, it's a conservative stronghold. But it turns out he has nothing to do with Busan. But the assailant was from uh, Chungcheong Province's Asan, and he actually used to live in um, Yeongdeungpo District in Seoul, which is just right near my place. And he used to be a public servant, apparently. According to reports, the man is 67 years old. He uh, had or has a real estate agency of his own. And the man had been uh, tracking Lee Jae-myung's movement for quite a while. How many times did he follow Lee Jae-myung around, apparently? Reportedly around six times. He went to all of his events, tried to get closest to him as possible. Mm. Apparently, he did not succeed in those earlier attempts. And finally, in Busan, he got close enough, dressed as a a supporter. He Mm. was wearing some kind of a mask. Uh, He allegedly approached uh, Lee Jae-myung, feigning to want an autograph. And as soon as he got close enough, he brandished his weapon, which apparently was about 20 to 30 centimeters long, and stabbed eight him eight inches and stabbed him in the neck. According to the latest uh, reports from the uh, medical staff, uh, Lee Jae-myung suffered a laceration in his neck by about 1.4 centimeters. They actually changed the term from laceration to something a little bit more serious, with, which is chasang. I'm not sure how to say that in English. I'm not quite sure either. Yersang laceration, it, it's more like uh, because, of, uh, fr- f- because of some physical attack you um, experience some sort of bruises or scars mm-hmm. somewhere but chasang it's it's more like it's because of a knife or something sharp sure. so they changed it um, the reason why these wordings became a controversy was because apparently some people including the democratic party leadership um, was trying to um, focus on how serious the incident was while a lot of uh, conservative YouTubers and commentators, they were mocking and um, trying to um, undermine this incident as him being not as harshly um, assaulted as pre- former President Park Geun-hye was, for example. It be- very quickly became a politicized subject in South Korea. And just anecdotally, uh, we have already come across quite a number of people who are convinced that this attack was all staged. Mm. Conspiracy theories all over on YouTube. Sure. Some people are saying that uh, the attacker was a conservative or a progressive. It really depends on which person is, doing, is giving the narrative. But mm. there's a lot of... Uh, 
fake information and a lot of disinformation and misinformation on social media about what exactly happened. Right, but there is also a lack of information because of the privacy issue as well and also because it's a very sensitive issue for both major parties. Um, initially, a lot of focus in news was whether or not this was a conservative party supporter or a progressive party supporter. Um, but uh, it turns out, uh, reportedly, this person was in Senuritang, which is the predecessor of of the People Power Party currently, but then he changed uh, a few years ago. No, this year, earlier this year to uh, last year, actually, it's 2024 now, um, to Democratic Party. And apparently some people are saying that that makes him a progressive, but some people are suggesting that he changed his party affiliation so that he could get more information about Lee Jae-myung's movements. Right, and the police is not directly confirming uh, to journalists about his party affiliations because of privacy issues as well. Also, they have to go through some legal procedures. But more importantly, I talked to a few experts for an analysis I'm writing right now about this. Um, it's not the most important issue is what the majority of experts told me, including political scientists and sociologists are saying that it actually does not matter that much which affiliation this person held. It's more exactly. important that it was a violence. Violence it, it is terrorism. violence. It's violence is violence. And it's based on political or social animosity towards someone. And it's a it's a very serious symptom that someone planned this out to assault someone with a knife, which we actually saw last year throughout the year in 2023, not on politicians, but on randomized people. Sure. Uh, there were a lot of uh, knife attack sprees that occurred last year in the summer. I don't know what's exactly driving a lot of these copycat uh, criminals to actually attack each other with knives. But going back to the politician aspect, Lee Jae-myung is only the latest politician to have been attacked. Mm. The former uh, Democratic Party leader, Song Young-gil, was also attacked, but with a hammer, not the a hammer. knife, right? Yeah, but his response was not that good because the reason why uh, former President Park and his response drew the uh, surprise winning of her party was because of the um, allegedly people are uh, debating about this right now as well, but uh, responsible action that she showed afterwards asking her party to not overreact and so on and so forth. But Song Young-gil, <laughs> he spent entire month, I think, with a cast on his forehead that he sometimes just took off. For context, Park geun was attacked in 2006 when she was the leader of the Grand National Party, which was the predecessor to the Senuridang, or the New Frontier Party, which is also the predecessor to the current People Power Party. Yeah. They love to change their names. It's just in general, in South Korea, they love changing names when it's needed of rebranding. Of course. But there were other um, figures as well, like Mark Lippert. It was a big news at the time. Yes, uh, Mark Lippert was the ambassador at the time, and the attacker was, uh, if I recall correctly, he was a very well-renowned leftist. Mm. And um, he attacked uh, Mark Lippert with uh, a knife. He actually had a quite a big gash in his face, if I remember correctly. Well, Arister, our former editor at NK News, I talked to him like how people outside South Korea might see these trend or patterns that we see knives involved in attacking politicians. Well, first of all, we don't have guns here, so knife, I mm. guess. But more importantly, uh, Mark Lippert incident was actually a big surprise to a lot of people who are just ordinary observers, uh, not like Korea, Korea watchers, because people usually see Koreans as one of the first world allies. Right. And it's also it was also an attack on a, a sitting diplomat. Mm. And that was that could have gone very badly. 
Right, but it, it quickly faded from public memory and didn't really impact U.S.-South Korea alliance or anything because people all, all thought this one person who's an outlier and an extremist. But the thing is, we keep seeing these extremist movements in South Korea against politicians and just on just ra- not we can't say randomized because sometimes there are motives that are related to specific demographics. Like last year, the many of the attacks were against young men, young women, or just random people at a shopping mall. Sure. Um, so it's concerning trend, and we can go f- as far back as just decades ago. It, it, we kept seeing it um, from time to time. But let's talk about uh, what's happening in the People Power Party right now. What was Han Dong-un's reaction, the leader? Well, Han Dong-un is going on tour right now because he is, of course, campaigning. Uh, right, the same tour that Democratic Party leader was also going on, the New Year. Right. Now, since the attack, both parties have... Uh, reduced their political campaigning. But Han Dong-un was uh, in the area and he was uh, giving a speech and he was saying how that society cannot tolerate this kind of violence. And Yoon said the same thing, which I think was a very good move. Yes, it was. Uh, he said that it's uh, terrorism is a enemy to all democratic societies, which is a good thing for right. him to say. Mm-hmm. This is one of those rare instances where we will see completely bipartisan speaking with the same line. Right, but... But supporters weren't helping. What mm-hmm. happened with Han Dong-un's remark? Now, when he gave the remark that he was hoping for Lee Jae-myung's quick recovery, some people in the audience, well, they started clapping because <laughs> they were quite happy about what had happened to uh, Lee Jae-myung. And then another person shouted out, it's all manipulated, it's conspiracy. Right, uh, which goes back to what we were saying earlier, that there's a lot of disinformation out there. And Han Dong-un, he just quickly um, shut that down. And he gestured to stop. Did not say anything about it, but he gestured to stop. And the People Power Party right away, once it got reported, um, texted all journalists and said that, please do not link this to Han Dong-hun's views on this because it's not his view. Exactly. There are a lot of people who are part of the political base in either party who will subscribe to any kinds of vilification of people on the other side. And if that convinces them that uh, an assassination attempt Mm. is all manipulated stage theater, then that's what they're going to believe. And unfortunately, this seems to be a trend that is spreading. Right. As sorry as I am uh, to hear about Lee Jae-myung's injury, I, I, I have to point out one of the experts told me that it's, this goes back to just fundamentally, this is also polit- politicians' fault because they have been, their main fuel in the past few years has been uh, basing on hatred fandom politics, and trying to mobilize people based on hatred towards the vilified other. Right. Um, Yoon Jung-yeol himself has been calling any of his opponents part of one cartel or mm. another. and uh, Now gangster cartel, the gangster new term cartels, he's using. Sure, that's a, that's his new favorite phrase now. And it's not just President Yoon. The, the Democratic Party has also been using similar kinds of phrases. A lot. A lot. Uh, they've been calling Yoon a dictator, mm. despite the very strict definition of the word. Mm. And um, they are talking about how his foreign policy is subservience to Japan. Mm. So there's a lot of negative rhetoric that has been going around. Also, like, not even something about policy. They will just call each other dumb, uh, just really low, um, cheap shots that's been going around for more than a year now. Politics at its worst. Not right. a high bar, but still. So this is a prime example of what happens to a society where there are unhealthy political discourse that's being pushed forward by and, politicians. And there's a lot of unhealthy discourse. And there are ramifications that we are seeing. Um, 
Uh, look out for publication of my new analysis tomorrow. It'll be coming out on Friday. Unlock the full Career Pro experience by joining our community and taking advantage of our Black Friday deal and friend referral program. Stay informed, stay ahead, and never miss a beat in Korean affairs that matter. Subscribe today and transform the way you understand Korea. Week ahead. Uh, anything on your mind that we have to keep an eye on next week? Well, the political campaigns, as we said earlier, it's slowing down, but eventually this will pick up right back up again. In fact, if I recall correctly, some people in the People Power Party were saying that Lee Jae-ming's trial should uh, continue once he recovers from uh, his injuries. Mm. So that's something else that we're going to have to keep an eye out for. And also from the Democratic Party side, there are internal uh, rifts continuing, uh, although it was suspended for a few days. Um, there was one former Democratic Party lawmaker who left the party to create a third party, saying that he, he just cannot wait forever and gave another ultimatum for Lee Jae-myung to change. That lawmaker is Lee Nagyon, who is also the former leader of the Democratic Party and also a former prime minister. Now, we're not quite sure if he'll be successful in creating this new party, considering what just happened to Lee Jae-myung, but we're just going to have to wait and see. Well, Lee Nagyan initially, before the Lee Jae-myung accident, he said, um, reports said that he will be creating the party on January 6th, which is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I don't think that's going to happen. For example... Park Ji-won, who's also a very controversial figure, uh, former NIS chief, he he said that it's inhumane and against the history of politics for Lee Nagyeon to create a new party when the party leader was assaulted. Well, that's uh, a <laughs> historical revisionism. Korean exactly. politics is famous for being uh He's also famous divisive. for that. Um, yeah, for a diplomatic schedule, we are not seeing anything in particular that's being announced yet. It's still too early in the new year yet. Mm, people are coming back from holidays and from NK News side, or more like Korea Risk Group side, Korea Pro and NK Pro are holding a networking party soon. So yeah, On January 26th. If you haven't signed up yet. So check your emails. And that's a wrap. Thank you all for listening. And that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed today's discussion. If you want to know more, sign up for our daily executive briefings that will give you all the most important news of the day in a succinct manner in your inboxes. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for your weekly dose of insight. And until next time, I'm Jungmin Kim. And I'm John Lee. Stay connected, stay informed, and we'll see you next week on the Korea Pro Podcast. Bye.